Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Mitch's statutory rape. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. The secret to a good BJ is focus. I don't care if we're talking about your husband of 10 years or just some hot sailor you met at TGI Fridays a couple of months ago who never did call me back but did leave with a little something called the herpes. Which I gave to the dog, but that's neither here nor there. Grab your vegetables. True love is hard to find. Sometimes you think you have true love, and then you catch the early flight home from San Diego, and a couple of nude people jump out of your bathroom blindfolded like a goddamn magic show ready to double-team your girlfriend. What? Wait, I thought we were in the trust tree, in the nest, were we not? Cue the theme theme song. We're going streaky! Wait. Wait. The dart, man. Got a fucking dart in your neck. All you gotta do is say earmuffs, bro. Earmuffs. Make it say fuck, shit, bitch, whatever you want. Cock, balls. What's going on? You tell anyone about this, I'll fucking kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. We'll come back by tonight. Okay, Love, it's a motherfucker, huh? You're crazy. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. I like you, but you're crazy. I'm here for the gangbang. All right. Snappy, snappy. We all like a good comedy. We're in Will Ferrell month. May Ferrell. Get it? Neither do I, but we're doing them anyway. Old school. That's the order of the day. Not um, a led by Will Ferrell movie, but he in it. And this is... uh, in his earlier days, um, doing some funny, funny things. Old School um, pulls together Luke Wilson as the lead, as Mitch the Godfather. We got Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, Jeremy Piven, bunch of supporting uh, faces here. Snoop Dogg. (laughs) Yeah, like Snoop Dogg. Let's go there. Andy Dick, who you heard uh, Brent's amazing impression of earlier. Juliette Lewis, Leah Remini. Um, Craig Kilborn makes a little bit of a hello. How's it going? Alicia Cuthbert, Sean William Scott. Uh, who else is here? Artie Lange, Artie Lange, uh, Rob Corddry. Brian Callen. <laughs> Looking funny. Yeah, Brian Callen does. Uh, James Carville is in here, uh, doing his thing. Um, there's probably a few other I'm missing, but let's just say that this movie pretty loaded up with faces. Um, oh, Ellen uh, uh, Pompeo is also kind of the lead love interest in this. I skipped over her. Sorry about that, Ellen. You're just you're making it too good off that Grey's Anatomy money. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, dropped in 2003, made for about 24 million, uh, brought back closer to 90 in the box office. And uh, this was um, some of Todd Phillips' earlier day stuff uh really interesting uh writer director um kind of guy but uh so he also would have done starsky and hutch uh who had the other wilson brother owen uh as well as school for scoundrels i've never seen school for scoundrels have you guys seen that one not that we're doing it today and want to get into it but no not really um that had uh john john header yeah, and Billy Bob Thornton. John Hedder was coming off of the figure skating movie and uh, Napoleon Dynamite and all that stuff. So they got him in for one there. Um, but then, of course, Todd Phillips went on to make uh, a couple of movies um, about drinking too much and waking up with a hangover, uh, which like just cleaned up, made over 10 times uh, the money that they were uh, put in to make, which is really, really neat. So this guy fucks. Let's just say that. He's got some big shit out there. Um, and one of the great things that I loved uh, knowing about this movie uh, going into it was that it's 90 minutes long. Can I get a hoo for 90 minute long movies? hoo Yeah. hoo Um, Old school. So I saw this uh, fairly early days when it would have come out. Um, and I have some like funny, fond remembrances of this movie. I think the one thing as we were leading up to it would be that now that I am uh, getting old as fuck... Um, older than the characters in this movie who are 30-something men trying to like make sense of life. 
Uh, I'm a little bit past that now, so I was afraid that all the partying and wanting to go back to university uh, would not hit as well with me now that I'm an old man and have no interest in going back to party like that anymore, personally. Um, so I was scared for this one, but I had some fond memes. Where do you guys come from with old school? Were you big, big, huge fans of the KY Lube wrestling match? Man, I hadn't seen this really uh, when it came out and was a big spectacle and everyone was doing all the, you're my boy, blue and everything. I still Frank hadn't seen tank. it. And uh, so I would like pretend like I knew what they were talking about. I was like, yeah, yeah, blue, go blue or whatever. And uh, <laughs> eventually I did see it. I mean, it was funny, but I, uh, I really, I think I've seen this one time before we watched it for this. Oh, wow. Cray Cray, what about you, Colin? Well... I am hungover, so apparently I uh, <clears throat> enjoyed the spirit of this movie last night. There you go. Uh, so I think I, uh, I've i seen it a bunch. I watch it all of the time. This is one of those movies, again, that is really easy to watch. Um, you don't you can just put it on. You don't have to follow the story that much. There's, like, nothing to follow. It's pretty simple. And all of the actors, the scene where the scene I'll never forget that I that I fell in love with this movie was the scene where uh, Will Ferrell shoots himself in the neck with uh, the tranquilizer. Oh my gun. god! Yeah. And after that, I was sold on this movie. Like that scene, uh, <laughs> just uh, I love when it goes into the slow motion and, and like you crazy man, you guys crazy, crazy man. And then he falls. I love how he he like Godzilla. <laughs> stumbles through the the middle of the party and over and knocks over the table where all the kids are gathered and falls into the pool with yeah. screaming with all the screaming going on slow well, motion wraps, is such it, a good medium for comedy if it's done like well yeah, yeah. Um, this is like so a master good. class in the slow motion when he's well, trying to sing whole... happy birthday as he's walking oh. over happy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and that scene wraps masterfully as Sean William Scott's character, a brief cameo for him in this movie, but he's so effective yeah. um, when he's trying to give mouth-to-mouth to Frank and they just do this really... <laughs> the way <laughs> they show it where his tongue is in Sean William Scott's oh, yeah. mouth and he has to fight it for a second. Like, he fucking he kissed me! me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he kicks him. Kicks him back into the pool. And that cuts the scene. Like, that is a really, really funny, like, two-minute segment in the movie. Yeah, there's like, one. and the whole fraternity thing, I, I, I've always enjoyed the movie when I was a kid. I always enjoyed, uh, uh, what's the, 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 the original frat house movie with John Belushi and... Animal House. Animal House. So this took me, takes me back to a lot of that fraternity stuff and the partying and, and I love when they, like, uh, recruit the you know their their the frat the members of their frat it's it was always good fun so so I just watch it all of the time like when I if I'm looking for a movie and I can't figure out what I want to watch and this I spot this I'll probably click on it and put it on mm. noise yeah I think um, uh, people were um, I don't know it's always interesting to get like the the, the new waves of comedies that that's you know, start to come out. And um, I don't know that this was like blazing any super new uh, ground, but but I think I've always thought of this money as being, uh, as this movie as being like pretty, pretty consistently funny throughout. Um, like for, for example, when this movie opens um, or pretty much as it's opening, we get Luke Wilson leaving uh, a work conference that he's at to go home early and He's coming up the stairs to his house, so you you, you start to anticipate that it's going to be a catch your wife in bed with another guy joke. But this movie did a really great job of like giving us a little something different. Which now I've seen a couple of different takes in movies over the last Jesus twenty fucking years. Are you kidding me? <sighs> okay, this movie's twenty years old. That just hit. Um. Anyway, um. I like in this movie where he comes home and his wife's not only having an affair, she's. She's gangbanging people blindfolded, uh, and she's got two in her bathroom, and uh, another one uh, rings at the door as they're getting there. So it makes for some... Uh, this movie kind of spruced up some old tropes of comedy in, in new and interesting ways, I thought. Well, and they sell it, too, because there is a there is a moment where you actually do believe that him and her are going to have sex because he's into her. 
watching watching porn. He thinks like, he's sold on it. it. Yeah, you're, you're sold on it, and then that that oh something's gonna happen. He's taking off his shirt, and he's like, I'm in, I'm into this. And then, then you just catch the door behind him open, and you're like, oh, my God. Marco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love how the guy, the naked guy, grabs him, like, uh, in a hug. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, He's screaming. I love um, uh, her apology, because she's mm-hmm. like, she's like, I'm really sorry. <sighs> Like yeah, yeah. It's so smoke out. It's so un. It's so. It's so not genuine. Disingenuous. <laughs> not yeah. a genuine it's so great. Yeah. She's like, can we just go back and fuck now? <laughs> I fucking love <laughs> Juliette Lewis, man. She's fantastic. And then our she introduction well. to Vince Vaughn is is him them all standing at the altar. And Vince Vaughn going, you know how ma- many years I look for a woman who's sexually as open as her. He's like, you get the jackpot. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, I wasn't looking. <laughs> I also love how Vince Vaughn's like, run, run away now. Don't do this. Fucking, this is your last chance. Yeah, he does the cop. Don't do this. Don't do it. Yeah. I've been at a friend's wedding where I was a groomman, where all the groommen were trying to do that to the groom. They were like, like not in the lineup, obviously, but behind, like before you go up, everyone was like, you got like, this is your last chance. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) And where's that marriage today? Uh, crazily enough, still going on, but I think Boom. he's, uh, a little, a little beaten up. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah. Well, um, my let, me, blue? let me just tell you that old school, uh, follows the journey of, uh, Luke Wilson, whose name is Mitch, the Godfather. Well, he's not the Godfather yet, but, uh, after he catches his, uh, lady friend, um, doing orgy type stuff, let's say, and he's not as into that. His friends take some pity on him and um, his kind of well-to-do several electronic stores friend who doesn't ever seem to work, but he can hang around and have a frat. Uh, it's Vaughn. Um, throws a huge party that is such a success um, that the dean of the university notices and tries to get rid of the guys from the neighborhood from partying in this house, and the guys in return decide to start a frat and give it to Cheese, the uh, the dean. Dean Cheese, that's what we're going to call him now, Jeremy Piven in his very mustache twirly role here. He just hates the guys that he went to uh, school with. Who is Mitch and Frank and uh, what was Vince Vaughn's guy's name? It's uh, Beanie. Beanie. Bernard. Um, I love so it, how I love how Vince Vaughn is is always imposing everything onto, uh, projecting everything onto uh, to the uh, Luke Wilson character. Like oh, when yeah. he walks in the door and sees everyone, he's just like, "Hey, there's the Godfather." The we've Godfather never heard himself. We've never heard that term before. So he just like throws that out there and once again puts all the onus on Luke Wilson. It's so yeah. funny because w- when this does go bad, it's like he's going to get blamed for everything because that's how Vince Vaughn sets it up is like it's it's he's the leader. This is his foundation, like, but he's doing everything. And Luke Wilson is like not involved in any of it. Which he lives makes here. It so funny. He sleeps 20 feet away. Yeah, (laughs) I think he took his skills as starting those businesses as creating like this air of mystery and intrigue around the Godfather and all this stuff. And it it ends up working for the the puppet master for the whole thing. Really funny way. Um, But at the same time that all that is starting up, uh, their friend Frank, who is newly married, uh, decides that, you know, telling his wife, even in therapy, that he's considering what color panties waitresses and restaurants they go to wear is not the best idea. So his marriage starts to deteriorate. He comes to live in the dorm. I don't know how Vince Vaughn lives in the dorm so much. His wife is super understanding or doesn't give a fuck. But they start up this goddamn frat. They be drinking. They get Snoop Dogg. They going nuts. They're banging 17-year-old girls maybe, and that's all good. And then um, Mitch meets uh, a lady from his past who... uh, is with someone but doesn't make too big a secret that she's really into Mitch and will put up with things like him banging 17-year-old girls to be with him. Um, So that is all uh, the stuff that's happening. So will Mitch come around and uh, figure out how to not be depressed anymore? Will his friends, will Frank recover? Will everybody be okay? Will we we have this very, very important um, 
fraternity in place and will Jeremy Piven win the day to get rid of the people who are fucking with his life let's find out um Jeremy Piven is your bad dean um he does go completely evil however it's not without uh some reason I was wondering after we watch this movie, if Jeremy Piven is just like that mustache twisting bad guy. And trust me, folks, you do not need a complicated bad guy for this film. Um, but as I thought more about it, it seemed like he the guys were kind of fucking on his grounds. They're, you know, messing with his deendom. Uh, so he had a little bit of a right to be upset with them, maybe come after them a little bit. Uh, but then he was leaning on, you know, all the... They picked on him and locked him in the locker and shit. So he was just flat out getting revenge. So the more I thought about it, the more he worked for me as the kind of you know definitely over the top, but uh, but bad bad guy. I think I think with for me his character would I would have I would have this movie's an hour and thirty six. Yeah, yeah. So I would have taken six minutes out of seeing him away from the guys. Once you establish that they they tortured him when he was a kid. And they were mean to him, and he's just doing this for revenge. You don't need a lot of the other scenes where, where he is like, "What's going on with the group? Like, what is happening? Why are they still in here yet?" You don't need any of that stuff. You know he's out to get them. Yeah, and then yeah. he does things to them, and you see it on their side. You don't. I would have had less Piven. Um, it doesn't ruin the movie, but I would have. That's it's, where I would have made cuts. I think everything else is fine. I would have just cut some Piven. I didn't find him too much. That's the the good thing about it. This movie is so short, and we do spend a majority, a vast majority of time with the guys and the frat. That it, it made those scenes not too bad. The one I'll sort of forgive for for being only Piven is when he sits that honor student down because that's relevant to how his yeah, plan kind of falls apart at the end. That was the one on one. But yeah, then there's other times with it's the like checking the stuff in, in and his office doing. where his guy comes and he's yeah. like, talk. He's like, why are they still in there? No, 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 no. I can't get rid of them. You don't you don't need to see that scene. You just need to see the scene where he goes to the girl and comes up with the idea. You yeah. Know, you don't need all that other stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. Just focus on the guys because you always just want to get back to the fraternity, the fraternity, like the uh, the lube wrestling. Like I had never heard of KY wrestling until this movie. I don't know if that is a thing or they talk. You know how expensive KY up. is filling oh, a tub with that shit. Well, I've heard mud wrestling in a in a little pool, and Much I've, I've seen that in dirt movies. water. You're good. Yeah, and yeah, I've seen, but I've get never just seen, about anywhere. I've never <laughs> seen KY wrestling, and so that to me was very funny. That and the fact so they get sleepy. blue, blue wanted to participate, in that is not. Who didn't even get to touch a boob though? Like he should have at least like got he grabbed died in and then. Uh, I know <laughs> he should have died underneath them. Yeah, that might have been. It's pretend. just a little bit more of a romantic journey for blue. Really I just like the look on his face and that he's like frozen like a statue. I, I think they nailed it. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> and then he like falls backwards and it's like, I close my eyes. <laughs> yeah. There's some super funny stuff. I really love the recruiting. Like it doesn't make sense because they're ripping around in a van with like masks on kidnapping people in broad daylight. So that was shit wouldn't work out too well breaking all the traffic laws. But it makes for some fucking hilarious Ooh. scenes when they go to grab the older guy and, and Will Ferrell goes up to the wife. He's like, you tell anybody about this, I'll fucking kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We'll have a home later. And then steals <laughs> groceries from supper, her bag. Be home by supper or something like <laughs> he says. I also like that. That's when it shows how seriously they're taking this. Like they're all in now, um, yeah. which is uh, it, it's so it's not just a joke. This is the this is the comedy that I, I was talking about in some of the other movies that we watched. Them putting on masks and and whipping around in that van and grabbing them, it is funny, but it's not just a joke. It shows that these guys are now taking this to a new and serious level, and they're committed to doing the frat. Yeah. So so that's how writing com comedy writing should be. It should always be serving the story. It shouldn't just be like, I came up with this really funny idea where this happens and let's put that in the movie. That's bad comedy writing in my opinion. Yeah, no, I like the way they did it. I also like the way that everyone loves it on the receiving end. Like there's no, they don't spend time on like uncomfortable hazings where people are like unsure if they want to be there. Like it's all like all the people there want to be there. Even the guys <laughs> yeah, at Mitch's yeah. work want to join, which they <laughs> yeah, use later yeah. on in the movie with Artie and... Um, <laughs> 
I forget the other actor's name. Who, oh, the uh, guy from Veep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll find. Come his on, name. man. I need this. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Walsh. Yeah, yeah. After Matt he, Walsh like, slaps him in the face. <laughs> yeah, Matt Walsh like, is I, awesome. He I says, heard you fucked he, his daughter. Smack. I'm sorry. That whole scene is fucking. I feel like that's such a genuine reaction too from from Luke Wilson because he is so shocked that he thought no one knew and he he had kept it a secret and that yeah. information so shocking that he just he reacts with the slap just reacts immediately regrets it too he feels yeah. terrible about it afterwards but he but he was so stunned that that guy knows um this <laughs> is great acting luke wilson does a really great job in this movie he, the, the, he this movie is the reason why I, I like him i i i would like to see more of him i don't know where he is but this so movie I, cemented him for me i i was reading um in the trivia for this they were saying they called him one take wilson during the filming of this because he did so many of his scenes in one take like that yeah. uh like the very first scene where he comes in and they finds him in the orgy like that's all one take and uh i think that's pretty fucking crazy man it is he <laughs> he 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 plays drunk so well too. I feel I really did, did a disservice to him uh, in my intro because he is so good at playing drunk. He, he even pulled could, out an Owen. Wow, yeah, wow. <laughs> it's so it's so believable. Um, I, I love when he's talking to that girl from I don't I don't where do they know each other from from high school? Yeah, yeah, from high yeah, school. She's so. she's uh, Meredith from. Uh, the the very Grace. popular Grey's Anatomy, Anatomy. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, he's like and she says where she's from I think she says Col- something about Colorado and he's like oh, the sunshine stay beautiful beautiful <laughs> <laughs> yeah Denver Denver Denver, Denver. beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> um, and he spills coffee all over her and puts his hand up her dress to try and to try and dry it up oh yeah that's really funny too yeah. And uh, and the actress who plays um, Vince Vaughn's wife from King of Queens, uh, Leah. Leah Rimini. Yeah, she she does. She's not in this movie much, but she's great when she is. And the relationship between her and Vaughn, I feel like, as little as we see, Vaughn's character is never seen without the group. Really, um, they they focus on Frank's marriage and Luke Wilson and his relationship with that girl, who think who that- really wants him. But I don't mind that. I like that we don't we don't need more Vaughn. We have the perfect amount of what's going on in his life in this movie. Oh, they yeah, do it that... perfectly because um, Vince Vaughn has all that shit with his wife, and he's like telling him to run in the beginning and all that. And so you're assuming because he's like never home and never with her that like he's really miserable. But then you see at the end they actually have a really sweet moment um, to close the movie yeah. out between those two, where you see like. You know, no, he's he's in a happy place and he likes where he is. He just also he you know, relishes kids. the opportunity to blow off a little steam. Yeah, exactly. He, he also brings his kids to the frat. The only uh, and he like brings them to the frat twice and they're like hanging. Around. He's, he, yeah. he spends time with them. <clears throat> but the only scene I would have cut with Vince Vaughn in this movie is where he has a girl up to his room and she kisses him. And then he tells yeah. her he's married. I feel like that scene doesn't make sense. Why would he have her up to his room and then like, and then what he just backs out or changes his mind? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, if he was so creepy as to have that young girl up to his room sitting beside him very closely uh, and then she was to kiss him, it doesn't make sense. That he goes, oh, I'm married though. Oh, here's my ring. That I, yeah, um, he, I was he like, wouldn't have maybe. taken it that far if he that was what he was gonna do he would have never even gone there so i would have just like it's a it's a one minute scene i would have also edited out of this it didn't add it didn't add a thing i i agreed that that one made me like him it just seemed out of place like he was i guess he was just pushing it to see if he could and then once he found out that he definitely could he he backed off but then it just doesn't add anything like what is that talent yeah it does seem like kind of like that because for him i assumed the same thing that for his wedding or his marriage to leah remini like he's got all those stories he's been a super success i guess he worked his ass off to get to where he is where he can now start a frat on the side like they have the party at their house he dressed like a clown for his kid for his kid's birthday <laughs> yeah. like they're he well to do dad, I, I would just oh, it he's, seems he's to a, me like they're just grooving and he kind of is like he's like i'm doing this and she's like whatever man you earned it 
Like, he's that's worth how I three thought point million that the government knows about. That's right. <laughs> totally. And he's like totally. 16 totally speaker be, cities, baby. That guy, yes. he is rolling in it. Like yes. he is. And he is also be, tax writing off all those parties because he's oh bannering God, big it. Time. And Snoop. he's promotion. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's not said, but I know that like in my mind, that makes all that stuff work. Yeah, I yeah, thought they I set agree. him up beautifully that he has the funds. He has the urge to want to help his friend, but he's also getting something out of it. He's like yeah. the secret godfather behind it all, but he doesn't want to be the face man he wants. He he's wants he's the Frank and it's always sunny. He's the yeah. reason why you don't question why they always have all the resources. It's just answered really, really easily. He's rich yeah. and he wants to fucking have fun. So yeah. he'll fund everything, right? It makes yeah, sense. Those lines, those lines totally sum it up about the $3 million. Although, you know, what doesn't about. make sense is that Luke Wilson's a goddamn lawyer and, yeah. uh, and he like seemingly can't afford to live anywhere. Like he doesn't yeah. have kids with that woman. It's not like he's paying alimony or any shit like that. She fucking was cheating on him with groups of people. So yeah, it, the whole foundation of this movie felt a little weird. Like I guess he rented that house and then it got rezoned. So maybe yeah. that's a thing, but it seemed like he kind of had to take that place. He's, he always seems very, um, like like not well off despite it, the fact that i think he really is yeah and also he doesn't there's no i always keep forgetting he's a lawyer until the end when when they get kicked out and then he's like i'm gonna use my lawyer powers now to get us back in but that's the only time you ever see and you yeah. don't, you don't you don't get a sense that he's a lawyer at all like, well, no, she also right. brings him a contract halfway through, and that's how that stuff comes out about Craig Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. The the he doesn't have the money, and he doesn't seem, except for in a couple of scenes where they try and cram it in, he he doesn't or seem Craig like Kilborn, he has that whole apologies. high profile of a job. He seems like he has a shitty desk job when you see him at work. The way he's treated and the way he acts, it just seems like he has like a data entry job or something. Well, I mean, not, so not all, let's be clear. Not that a, makes it feel like he lawyerly. is a lawyer. There are lawyers that are not litigators. They're not in the courtrooms. They do yeah. like the background yeah, stuff a lot law. in office. So I get that, but it doesn't relate to him. Like I needed a bit more on like why he's like why that house had was to get his that only house, option yeah. yeah like they couldn't they just got i don't know it, it it moves it definitely like suits and moves the movie forward but if you don't th you can't think about it too much um there there could have been a, a small reason put yeah. in there why he ended up with this home yeah yeah something something and like that he was renting it made no sense as to why they'd be like wanting it so bad like um the dean would never come by and toss papers at the tenant in a rental unit and be like you got to get out because the tenant yeah. would just be like, I don't, I don't own this place. Like, fucking talk to my landlord. So, um, I don't know. Mitch could have inherited it, or that he could have kicked his wife out, and then all this happened, or something. I don't know. But it that, that didn't make tons of sense. Not it doesn't ruin a thing because it's this movie moves so quickly. They don't give you time to to wait. But like something else that hit me was um, his love interest. Um, she's like seeing a guy and it seems like they're somewhat serious, even though Craig Kilborn's character is a piece of shit, but she is so into Mitch. Like she yeah. basically is an inappropriate woman, uh, like a, for, to be dating someone and to hit on Mitch the way she did and to go see him and bring her daughter to see him and then bring him a contract and give him a big wet kiss on the cheek and be like, don't take me out to dinner sometime. <clears throat> and I'm like, you're yeah, fucking seeing someone. That's kind of shitty. Yeah. Which I guess is why she, she forgives that shitty. he was banging high school chicks and she still wants to get with him at the end. Like, what does he bring to the table that she is so attracted in? I just didn't... That's, that's never made clear. Well, she He's, had a thing for him in high school <clears throat> they talk about. I think that that's a big kind of persevering feeling that they're dealing with. Yeah. But then, like, he tries to reach up her skirts after spilling coffee in her vagina and, and all but the other things. But if she has things. a crush on him, she'd be like, yeah, let's do this. I guess. <laughs> let's get I my guess. coffee if you, I off, mean, Luke dude. Wilson's a good looking guy. So I, I get that. She'd be like, whatever it takes to I, get this man. Wow. <clears throat> I, I she think, has a kid, I, I too. So they, I guess she's desperate, right? I don't think they do. <laughs> I do think they don't do <laughs> I don't. I did. That's how it works. That's for it? all the women out there. Yeah, have. There's, yeah, there's John's works. opinion of all the women out there who have children <laughs> that are single. And so anyway, uh, <laughs> no, she, 
You gonna be John, 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 John comes from a not broken home, so you can excuse him. He doesn't. Yeah, know John's it's like a product of his parents not getting divorced, just like me. Damn right. God damn <laughs> it! Why couldn't they have gotten Let divorced? I would have been so much better off if yeah. they would have. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we're staying together. Now I have all these weird things about relationships because of that. Um, uh, these problems, these issues, underlying issues. Um, but anyway, so. The relationship is not well written here or played out here, but but I feel like uh, it doesn't. It's not enough to make me um, think it's a big speed bump. Uh, they no. Um, the, it's as soon so as simple. you meet her, the whole thing is so simple. And I, I and I have a crush on her, so so I forgive her. You want for them to get the together? Bad writing and the acting. Uh, you, you, this uh, movie, you never, you never have a moment where you don't know where you're at. So as soon as you meet her, you know they're getting together, right? Like that's this yeah. kind of movie. So it, it's, it doesn't really matter. Um, I also like how they never kiss. I like how they never kiss or anything like that. She just at the end of the movie says, "He says you want to come inside and see the frat house," and she's like, "I always want to go inside a frat house," and that's it. You don't ever see anything between the marriage you one year later. Yeah, you don't know if anything happened. Maybe maybe they dated for a while. Like it doesn't indicate that there was a long-term relationship there. So it's a it, it's a throwaway at the end of the day, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah, the, when you have a movie that moves this quick, you just c- certain things you'll be like, "Oh, that's not quite ah oh, whatever. Look, he's fucking running naked through a street. Awesome." Yeah, if they well, if they would have pushed that more and tried to cram in more about the relationship, I think it would have just ruined the movie. So, I'm glad that they didn't they didn't try and do that. They just kind of yeah, they 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 let it sit the way it ended up. Yeah, cuz ultimately Mitch needed to kind of find himself and then get back into the dating world with a girl that he likes and that's what happens like if they if they had a pushed it and they were married and that's the final scene panning out they're having the wedding in the backyard and that's the frat party i would have fucking been like uh-uh um but instead when i got in when i got into her when i really saw her and started to like her it was a movie called moonlight mile with jake gyllenhaal dustin hoffman and susan sarandon Ooh. And she plays the love interest for Jake Gyllenhaal, and that was the movie where where I was just like, I'm like totally in love with this girl. She's for me. Yeah, she's just there's something about her, the way she looks, or or the way her she carries herself. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I've always liked her. Um, can I bring up something that I don't like about this movie that kind of falls yeah, flat let's for do me? A lot of that, yeah, and isn't super <laughs> redeemable. The whole. Um, fraternity challenge at the end seems even for this movie where I don't care about stuff that the Dean could like arrange those physics, those, those types of games in order to see if they stay on the, on the frat and uh, the frat can stay as part of the university. I don't know. I get they had to do something to challenge the frat, but like, it's just, yeah, I think it, it's just one of those silly know. things, yeah. right? Like that's, that's a throwback to the old, frat movies for sure where it's yeah. like they they now need to prove that they are um you know not going to go into <laughs> academic probation or whatever and yeah. lose their 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 uh status <laughs> robot uh, house so, so, <laughs> exactly <laughs> man. Feature, yeah it's i like I, it's I, so good i totally get that's what they were going for i i would have liked something else i don't know i i, I I can't that's all i'll say my opinion uh, on that whole segment like i know they're gonna win like um even though they don't I like you, 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 there's no surprise on what's going to happen they're just like they ended up with uh the 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 overweight guy the the fat guy going over the the horse pommel and doing his thing and being like yes perfect it's like ah great and then the dean just takes it away and it's like yeah it, it's like it it does what it needs to again it goes so quick that what is what is that a 3 minute segment of the movie the, all the trials and tribulations there maybe 5 <clears throat> as they come well, through and their the dance just, I love their dance number and I like that he tries to he's in the costume and tries to jump through the flaming hoop and like the yeah, dance number he, made sense the flaming hoop fire. thing did not <laughs> well and they're trying gonna, to end it with a wow they wanted some wow factor I guess <clears throat> but it seemed like <laughs> a whole it, separate it, it, thing it's like they finished the dance and then the other team got off and then Frank's like I'm just gonna was he gonna dunk a ball or he's just gonna jump through a hoop I don't get it <laughs> he's jumping through the flaming <laughs> just lights himself on fire like you that's a, that's how the whole thing should have went. The, 
like the guy trying to jump over the horse would have been like just like annihilate himself and die. And be like, oh, that's pretty much the, how this would have. Worked. I probably would have taken out the jumping over the horse. I, I feel like it was more so just making fun of the fat guy. Uh, it's one of those it, jokes. Uh, that's exact. Yeah, that and that's and yeah. So you didn't so need many that. Times, I don't it lands think. perfectly. Yeah. Maybe that's the one specific part of it all. Like I get they have to do something to prove themselves. Um, you know, they cheat through the academics too, which doesn't exactly like, yay, these guys are like, they're so crafty. They'll cheat. They'll do whatever it takes. Like, I like the that though. They cheat. cheat through the, I like that. Cause they would have never, they would have never passed that shit. So it explains yeah. it. And it's funny. I again. guess, I guess the funniest yeah. part of that is when, um, um, they all write <clears> the answer down and the Dean looks up at all of them. And then Vince Vaughn's like, good test. Good test. <laughs> well, and Vince Vaughn's gymnastics. Yeah, I think the only thing I would have changed because um, Vince Vaughn does what is it called? Went the Iron Cross. Yeah, I think so. I think, oh yeah, yeah smoking I think a cigarette. You, you mentioned it when he was doing it, and he was like smoking. Um, uh, but that, the only thing I would have gotten rid of was the 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 big big guy doing the pummel horse. So I would have left everything else in, and I would have I would have I think that would have been fine. Yeah, I think that's just kind of dumb. Yeah. And just mean. It's it feels like it's a mean spirited joke for some reason to me. Uh, I guess yeah. But everything else yeah. wasn't mean. It was like them working together as a team to try and pull it off. And I don't know. I, I like that. Um, w- once again, it feels like the ending comes out of nowhere. Where she's like, "I got this tape," and like this comes out of nowhere. I recorded him when we were in the hallway, and then he grabs the tape and runs away. I mean, like. But at least they wrap it up quickly. That whole segment's yeah. probably ninety seconds, and then yeah. and then he has the tape, and then he's like, "My boy, blue or whatever." Yeah. No, he's like, "I can see blue. Yeah. He's glorious." Yeah. <laughs> um. So so, I mean, is it great? No, but but it's very quick, and it it's in the spirit of the movie. If yeah. it would have dragged on, it would have been bad, but. But um, and they the fight between them is funny and rolling down the stairs and I love how Jeremy Piven beats the shit out of Will Ferrell and then he blames him. He assaulted me. You guys all sucked. <laughs> yeah. And then he runs away. Yeah. That's that was funny. That was probably the best moment for me with um with his character was um as the dean. Uh, I I'm not a huge Jeremy <laughs> Piven fan so. He does. Well, job. He plays a perfectly long, schmarmy guy. Exactly. But, but as long as he's not asked dress, to do too much. I feel like his wardrobe was too weird. I think they shouldn't. I don't know what his wardrobe was going on with his wardrobe. Oh, I but, don't know. Uh, I didn't really... The weird suits he was wearing that were like double. Like, I don't even know what you would call those suits. And they seem like older. Like it was like retro um yeah it was very weird yeah the next time you see it check out his wardrobe whoever whoever did it thought they were doing an awesome job but uh, i think it's pretty shitty yeah yeah oh the other uh, sorry one other thing with the whole uh them getting tested was the um going up against james carville in the debate and will ferrell like goes into a trans fugue state and gives like a a pretty good response, but not something that couldn't be responded to by James Carville, even if he agreed. That all, I don't know, that, that like, what, did he got a hand of God? was like, you'll pass. Just like the, just like the flippy fat guy over the, the horse, right? It's just. Yeah, you're totally at right. At least the I other stuff, the cheating that. was like, they did it as a team, so they tricked it, but, but some and of the And the dancing. Others, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the gymnastics. Yeah. You know what? That, that shit was kind of silly, stupid too. Um, but, and the but fact again, that I'm he got James Carville to come to the their yeah. shitty university that like no one's ever heard of, and he came and but he doesn't know debate, anybody yeah. at Columbia. Hey, wouldn't the girl who recorded that tape didn't she also like reveal on herself that she took a bribe? She did. Yes, she allowed that herself also, to be bribed, and wouldn't that like kind of disrupt her academic career? Yeah, I thought yeah. about that also. There's a lot of stuff that that kind of you kind of have to not think about like the fact that uh you know he fucks a 16 or 17 year old yeah and he's like a 30 something year old dude yep um and he's been working at law firm thing how long has he been working at that law firm and like maybe you saw a picture of your boss's daughter the window like i met my boss's kids pretty early on in my small ish office their office was a bit bigger but 
maybe you would have seen a picture or something. Not that he wouldn't have done, I, not done it. It, it. He was drunk at the time, and it's Alicia I, Cuthbert. So I would have felt better if Alicia Cuthbert would have, <laughs> when she ran into them in the restaurant, would have said, um, "Hey, sorry about my dad and stuff. Um, I know that wasn't cool, but I am eighteen or something like that. So don't worry." Or yeah. I would have liked that because he, he, they make it so he doesn't know. He meets her at a a college party. And she's there, so he he just assumes she's of age. But but yeah, like it is creepy when her dad is talking about her so glowingly, and you then you start to go, she does look really young. Oh yeah, and and then you hear him say high school, and you're like, oh god, no. Sorry, that's not I, I thought right. you said high school. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I thought you said high school. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean that some of the stuff in this movie, watching it this time with like a a thing, like I don't mind that whole test at the end because it's like a silly college movie and they're all gonna do that shit and there's gonna be, you know, miraculous moments where people are doing stuff that they just wouldn't realistically. But banging a minor, that's a big obstacle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and once again, he didn't knowingly bang a minor, but. No, no. But I think uh, the his actually you're right. That's a that's a big uh, that's a big get out for him. He was and, and he also seemed regretful. under the understanding she was in college with the rest of the kids. Yeah, there, and right? he yeah. seemed regretful and remorseful that he banged her. He wasn't like, yeah, I banged a high school student. He yeah, was he like knew. spitting up his coffee and looking like he had panicked sweats. So, yeah, no, you're right. He you're also right. That doesn't lie. It. He could have lied and been like, "Oh, that's not what you think. We didn't fuck." Instead, he's like, "Oh, wow, I'm busted. Yeah, I fucked her, but let like you and I get together." And she does. Well, no, so that I think is very hard. Would be very hard for uh, Ellen Pompeo or whatever her name is to get over. Is oh yeah, is 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 that that she clearly knew that when that girl was stuttering and was like, "Oh, I got. Oh, anyways, I'll talk to you later." That something had happened between them, oh, like yeah. whatever it was. Like even if he, even if it was just like they screwed around and didn't have sex, that's still way wrong. Like you can't, you don't go out with the guy who, who, and she doesn't know the circumstances. She doesn't know that he was unaware of her age. Like she, he doesn't explain that to her. So, and nor should he. He should just leave and never talk to her again. Yep. That is the solution there. I uh, I would never. If I saw her across the street, I would run the other way uh, after that. <laughs> I would not be asking her or pursuing her in any way. And she and he doesn't, I guess. You know, to be honest, he doesn't. She comes and sees him at the end of the movie, which once again is a bit of bad writing. It was just like there's no setup to it. Just like the tape, there's no. You don't know well is she's gonna show up and yeah. why she shows up, and then she explains it in explainalog. Oh, yep. I caught him, and boy, was it bad or whatever. That was some pretty shitty writing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, why not just let that play out like a normal way instead of uh, trying to go that back road, that lazy back road? Yeah, I don't know. Like, because um, it doesn't make any sense that he fucking um, he uses his own story to blame Wilson. Yeah. Like, that's a fuck. You're going down the wrong tube with that. Anybody worth any kind of fucking intelligence wouldn't, like, put their own lie on somebody else. They would just create a new lie. Like, that guy's a dirtbag. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Why did it have to be the exact story? Oh, I saw him fucking finger banging a hostess, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think, I, like I said, I think he's trying to, like, if he says it about Wilson and Wilson ever comes back and tells her, she can be like, wait a sec. Um, I was told you did that, yeah. and that's exactly how it played 4D out. Chess, hey, I think I think he's it. genius. I think chess. it was a ge- I think it was a for a dirtbag. It's a genius move. It's also very dirtbaggy, so I'm okay with that. The better well, move I'm is not shitty to set, at being a dirtbag. Not to set Luke Wilson up for being a dirtbag cheater. You'd have to set him up as being a outrageous liar. That's what you'd have to do. Because then when he ended up fessing up and saying that you had kissed the girl in the bathroom, you'd be like, see, he's a fucking crazy liar. Like I said, making up this crazy story, that's more believable than just blaming the deed on them. And then it'll push into a he said, she said kind of, or he said, he said, I guess kind of thing. Yarp. 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 
Um, also, that uh, uh, the lady who was working as the hostess was <laughs> acting super appropriately at that kid's party by going off with a guest and making out with them in the bathroom. <laughs> well, so that happens, I'm sure. Let's not forget that that was wrong. Um, what about like little things um, that I don't even think about in this movie, which I think speak for it, is... Um, I think the directing in this movie was 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 great, like cinematography, everything, like for what it needed to be. Like nothing stood out as being like, "What is happening here?" I don't understand. Um, yeah. There are some practical effects in this, I think, uh, that work okay for the movie. So that's all fine. Like when um, the guy's uh, uh, dick brick falls through the grate and he falls down. Or when he's doing his spinny gymnastic stuff later. That that stuff is not amazing, but it all looks fine. And the music is the other thing. Um, there's a decent soundtrack in this. A nice party soundtrack. Obviously, we got Snoop Dogg making an appearance in the movie. So we got some of his shit in the film. Um, there's also like some Metallica and some other kind of oldie school songs that 30-something-year-old dudes at the time would have super liked. So uh, like the technical elements of this movie, um, I think, are the uh, of the sort that it's like it's good and you it's so good you don't notice it being there it doesn't distract it doesn't detract it doesn't maybe necessarily go over the top and bolster either but in a comedy like this i don't think you need that so technically i think this movie was done really really competently there's some great comedy writing in here too for for all the bad writing that i was mentioning earlier there's some great writing and the one some of the greatest writing is between um um, the relationship, the, the strongest relationship and the most interesting relationship between a man and a woman in this is Frank and his wife. Uh, they got married without really being compatible. Like he, he, that, they don't have any common interests. They're just like, you know, they're just two people who got married like without really thinking about it. Like the this scene where they're in the, the counseling it's so funny because that happens all the time. I'm sure in counseling, we've seen it a million times where they're like, this is a safe place. And you can say anything in this room, anything yeah. you want, and you will not be judged. <laughs> and so Will Ferrell <laughs> takes that to heart and says anything. Yeah. And what he says is so damning and damaging to his character. <laughs> that is that it is so funny. And, and, and the... Um, and them after the funeral of Blue, where they they do discuss like not being together anymore. Uh, it, that the writing and the acting and all that stuff is really good. Yeah, yeah. And that like it does feel real. Their relationship feels feels real and uh, authentic. I think the the whole oh like uh, yeah. The the only thing to me is like how the fuck did they end up and get to the point of being married? I don't even know if Frank has a job. Like, does he work? Have, they seem to have, have a, a nicish house. It, it ha but but I mean it happens to so many people. Uh, of course, it, it's happened to so many people. Exactly, their situation feels um, authentic uh, to fifty percent of the population who get divorced. They're just like we're attracted to each other, and we've been going out for so many years. We should get married. I'll buy you a ring. We'll get a house. And uh, but there's no thought into it that do you even like this person or being around them? Yeah, like, <laughs> she, like she was trying to save Frank or change him because obviously when she's like we don't want you to go back to Frank the Tank, right? We well, she brings out the lemonade and stuff, and he he's like <laughs> he's sitting in his driveway, romping his engine of his Firebird and and cranked. Uh, what's the song? Here I go again on my own. Or I thought it by, was that the Metallica uh, one. I can't remember. It was, it was it wasn't Metallica. It was "Here I Go Again on My Own" by I don't know who sings Here that I song. Here I go again on my own. Is that Bon Jovi or I don't know who no, sings it? No, it's not it, Bon Jovi. It's like White Snake or uh, There yeah. you go. Yeah, something, something like, that. like that. But anyway, and then she she's bringing him the lemonade, and he's like, "Oh, I, you know, I got a beer." White Snake, yeah. And she she wants to, sp and then he he says he won't go and see his friends if she doesn't want. And she's like, "No, you should like go be with your friends." I you know, I don't want to change you or whatever. Yeah. And which is total bullshit. She totally wants to change well, him. She has and been. I, yeah. I, and I love the scene where he's streaking. Okay. There's so many coincidences and happenstances in the movie that you forgive because, I mean, it's not so out of the realm that her and her friends are driving a car and going somewhere because she's having a girl's night. She said she was planning the girl's night with her friend friends and she did and they run into Frank yeah. 
And I love that she makes him get into the back of the car with her friends naked. I know. Yeah. I. <laughs> it is so funny. And uh, then he's like, wants to go get KFC. Uh, yeah, all of that stuff I love. Yeah, he was really doing that naked in the city street. Yes. And I was reading a thing where... <laughs> He, there was like a gym with the treadmills up against the window yeah, and they were like gym, watching yeah. him with the uh, with the robe and uh as he's running he drops the robe and he says the next time he came through to do a take they were all gone he was like i took that as a sign of approval <laughs> he also heard he also heard screaming <laughs> like when he from the gym and then yeah and then they were gone everyone had disappeared that was fu- that's funny because they would have done it like super late at night, but the gym was 24 hour. So uh, there's still people there. Who's, who's not watching? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I got to be honest. I probably been like and they're yeah, and they're shooting a movie. There's camera trucks and stuff out there. So they know it's not a, a pervert who's going rogue. They know it's for a film. Yeah. Yeah. There would have been a big crew and lighting and everything. Yeah. Still, though, I don't know if in today's world you can just be like, I'm going to disrobe in a street, even if it's for a movie, and have people be okay with that. I wonder if you get a permit for that. Nudity permit? I don't know how that works. I don't know. Because it is illegal, and so you would have to have some kind of a permission to do that, I would think. That is funny. You cannot be naked in public in uh, that small town square that is definitely on the books (laughs) somewhere. (laughs) Noise. Well, what about you guys, what were your guys' fate? What was your guys' favorite storyline or parts? Hmm. The birthday party, I was imagining. Yeah, it's the birthday <laughs> party. It's the trank gun. I mean, that scene continuously. That was the scene that stuck out the first time I saw it. It's the scene me that stands out too, still. Yeah, it's just something about it. Sean Sean William Scott like really steals that scene because he's like he just settles into that whatever character being so psyched about having the gun in the first place he's like that's cool and like i got to do this and and he grabs the miniature horse and it like kind of bucks and he's like what shut up and then he goes back (laughs) there's no way that was scripted there's no fucking way you could make the the horse do that and then have him react that way so with that in mind it's like so cool neither of the the actors in that scene will ferrell and william scott react it just is also smooth and fucking awesome. That's definitely the top scene in the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Um, so this goes to the point of comedies once again. So this comedy being about around 90 minutes long, I forgive a lot of the things that I would not normally forgive. You add 25 minutes to this movie, I, I do not forgive anything. No. You can't edit because there's you, nothing you more. made a bad fucking movie. You just did. You didn't edit it properly that I can accept it and it doesn't move fast enough and I'm stopping and thinking about things. You fucked up your movie by adding 25 extra minutes to your movie because you could not kill your darlings. That's your fault, not fucking mine. You fucked it up. And this movie holds up because it doesn't fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. They they talked about making a sequel to this movie. Now don't do wait. That, now please. did you just did you just do your review? Sorry, did I? Miss? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. holds up for wow. me because you <laughs> fucking made an, an appropriate length, and the story kept moving. You didn't take any detours. You had boobs. You fucking stayed the course. Lots you of male nudity. Of you had tons of male ass. A lot of male ass. Some you should have showed a dick. <laughs> you should have showed Will Ferrell's dick. I'm sorry. Like. Um, don't, don't be sorry for wanting to see Will Ferrell's hog. I think we're all curious. Yeah. For getting Sarah Marshall, guy. like, shows dick, and, okay. like, I appreciate that. So, I mean, if you would have thrown on a little dick, you would have got extra points for me. But if this movie was, if this movie is even 15 or 20 minutes longer, it wouldn't have held up for me. Even 10. But it does. Like, so here's, like, when we did uh, uh, the other guys last week and we watched the extended cut of it that added 10 minutes, each and every one of those 10 minutes was grueling. Even if we were chuckling at what was happening because in context of the movie, it was like, fuck, what are you doing? But that movie was already too long before you added any well, of that time. Yeah, yeah. So like this is like perfect length, good editing. The stuff we said you could remove would remove maybe two minutes total from the runtime um, yeah, and, and our, tighten our the screws four. up a bit. Yeah, but if whatever. you add 10 minutes of 
I don't know, Vince Vaughn having like a slew of relationships with women where he just calls it off at the last second, but he could have done it. Yeah, that's Vince Vaughn doing this super charming Vince Vaughn shit that I could watch for hours. And like of all the actors in this movie, he stands out as like the person I would like probably want to meet in real life the most because he's supposed to be an awesome dude. Uh, yeah, I, I still wouldn't want more of that in this particular movie. Um, and other movies should pay attention to that because we should just call our show more. "Less Is More" instead of <laughs> "Yeah." Less is always more. It always is. Sure, some of that stuff would have been funny or was funny, but it doesn't fit in the movie, and it slows it down, and it makes you start thinking about stuff that you don't need to be thinking about. So just keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving. And this one does a great job of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the music is good. I do. I. I. The music stuck in my head. That that whatever that whatever that sound is, we got um, like, pa- uh, papered up <clears throat> from Snoop Dogg. We got dust in the wind, hungry like a wolf, like the wolf, the farmer in the dell, uh, Louis Louis gonna make you sweat, um, chariots of fire, <laughs> oh, yeah. master of puppets, <laughs> playground in my mind, sound of silence. Here I go master again. Master of puppets That's is awesome. Thing. Like when you master put in when you put awesome. in like classics, yep. right? Because even that white snake shit, that's about as close to like, uh, like the eighties is a tricky time to put music into things, but yeah, yeah. those songs still stick out, yeah. um, and still like are are like these anthems that lasted through time. Those being in the movie, um, encourage it instead of deflate it. But if you see like how frequently people put bad music that is tied to the date, like anybody that put Creed or fucking oh, anything fuck like that. that in their movie you're going to have fucking problems. The stuff does not fucking play for the length of time. Like, uh, you need to be smart with your music choices because things like this can fucking make a movie. Like part of, part of watching this movie and enjoying it is the music helps compel you. Cause it, yeah. that really, you know how emotional music is. I mean, we're already set up for success for the scenes when they do this stuff. Hello darkness. My own friend when he's in the fucking pool, like that's an instant. You just about don't need anything else. You could cut to another scene right off. Yeah. No, it's, it's just a lot of the work is done with you when you get, when you get it right. And it works well here for these in, in early two thousands, 30 something year old guys would put their like youth and days of, of, uh, assimilating music into their beings as in the eighties. So it, it's relevant. It works for them. It works for me. Um, yeah, I, I'd say this movie holds up for sure. Uh, if I was gonna call my end of it, um, it's ju- it's just it's it's quick. It moves along. Anything that doesn't make sense, you don't care because it's not critical to the story, and it's just getting us to the next jokes. This movie, uh, as compared to last week's, doesn't seem as skitty. Um, it's not just using. It's not at all skitty. Yeah, it's, it's, there's not yeah. a background story so that they can just do skit after skit after skit. There's some of it, um, but even. <clears throat> Even if you think where you start to kind of go off on the rails with uh, the KY wrestling, you think that's just going to be another fraternity night out with some topless girls like other movies would be, like uh, Stripes, uh, where they had the mud wrestling and that with John Candy uh, wrestling against the girls, and then they get arrested after. So the scene doesn't, that scene's always like, didn't really do a ton to move that movie forward. It just showed boobs, right? And maybe did something a little. But this, you know, blue dies. So it's kind of. It's kind of something that 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 moves a movie forward. So uh, oh yeah, and you jump to like a week later, yeah. And then at the funeral, Will and then he and gets his. Wife. Then she says she wants to divorce him. There, so yeah, yeah like yeah. it just keeps it going in, in, in enough of a way that you're gonna be like, you know what? You can go back and watch this movie as much as you like. You're gonna laugh. You're not gonna ever be like, oh god, it's so long. It's making me drag. It's like this doesn't quite make sense. It's good. It's, it's good. It definitely holds up. It's a solid, solid comedy. What is there left to say? Except those two words that we all want to hear. <coughs> Go fuck. Um, no, what, what, what is there left to say, Brent? <laughs> well, this is more. <laughs> that's three. You had your time. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it holds up, right? I uh, There was points where I was wondering if it did because of some of the sticking points to the story that we were thinking about where I was like can I let some of that stuff go like you know like I can let all the frat stuff and all the animal house and silliness and all that stuff get by but then when you start putting like okay well how does it make sense that a lawyer has got this fucking yeah 
this shitty situation and you know and then he fucked the the teenage girl which uh is fine 18 or 19 i'm not judging anybody that does things legally um just kidding i'll judge you um so i mean it holds up it's it's not perfect uh but some of the issues that i had you guys kind of explained away to me so why do i even talk this long about it because <laughs> we gotta know where you're at where are you coming from hold up hold brent's hung over too <laughs> i was with yourself. him last night that's how i know that's right <laughs> they, were, they were trying to start a fraternity of their own we were mm-hmm. we got a new member maybe maybe nice <clears throat> Noise. All right. Um, so then the, the, the final, final question. <clears throat> Old school or the other guys? What are you liking better? Well, the you know other guys for me, is. I think. <laughs> I, said the, I said the other one didn't hold up. <laughs> okay. So Colin's on old school. What about you, Brent? I don't know. It might be the other guys for me. Hmm. Very interesting. I kind of like the idea of the other guys like being the cop buddy drama. I have a soft spot for those. Um, but, oh God, this is going to be one of those weird cases where I find individual scenes in the other guys funnier. <clears throat> but I think as a whole, I'd probably rather sit through this than sit through the other guys again. You probably find them funnier halfway through the scene. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, why is the scene still going on? Yeah. Like There's editing is missing in old so in this movie. There's something that is. There's something I can't put my finger on, but there's something about this movie that is absent or um, could Ta- be changed. I, yeah. Mm. Todd Phillips. It's the same with the hangover. Like, um, it's, I think it's his writing, like his, his comic comedic writing is not skitty, like John said, which is why I like it better. Um, I, that's why I don't like, I, why well, once again, I enjoy parts of Hot Rod and the other guys, but all those movies come from SNL crew and they are skitty and wandering and they, they don't stick with the story. Todd Phillips, um, characters... Um, their problems aren't that big and they're not great guys. Um, so there is something, I understand what you're saying. There is almost a, a weight that is missing to it or um, a gravitas, but I, th- I think that's okay. Um, it's just silly and funny. I would say the same about um, Animal House. I mean, the, those guys are all like getting kicked out of school it's their own fault i mean they don't do well in school they have shitty gpas yeah they party all the time they like they're getting in trouble uh (laughs) but there's something about the spirit of that that is um um it's fun it's the fun is aspect of it yeah some about the fun being there uh it's not fun fun is the best thing to have like people uh, don't realize uh, that. Oh, you're is. quoting. <clears throat> it is. I'm totally quoting. Yeah. It's oh. quoting Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. Ah. Arthur nailed it. He, he, Arthur knew the, his shit. He knew what he was talking about. <laughs> noise, noise. Rip Dudley Moore, I think. I think Dudley Moore is dead. Oh, I yeah. know. Why? Fun is the best thing you can have. <laughs> that's a terrible impression, but <laughs> anybody that's listened to this show more like than that. once knows I, I suck at impressions. That's par for the course, maybe. No, I think you do good stuff, Brent. You do good stuff. Uh, what? Thank you, governor. <laughs> was that your I like another, Obama? Another great was that Obama? <laughs> that was Obama. I think I, I would say I, <laughs> that was Obama. I would say I like... Todd Phillips writing and directing uh, better than the Adam Sandler stuff too. Once again, I feel like um, the the first Hangover and this. Um, what else has Todd done? Joker. Yeah, uh, Joker too. Well, Joker's on a completely different level than anything like this, but it's a yeah. But what a, what a, what a capacity Hutch. to switch gears like that. The, yeah, it's it's shocking that Todd Phillips directed that. Actually, it's um, it's a, it's very amazing that he can he can do that and this stuff. So, but uh, yeah, the more the more I think about it, the Hangover and this um are movies that stay stay true to the story and 
and the the jokes and all of the funniness comes from what's happening in the story and affecting the characters in a in a significant way and uh that's how uh a comedy should be written yeah i kind of feel similar um okay cool well good flick nice one short that's very pleasant let's keep how up how long is how long is our next movie? Oh. The t- running time of uh, what was it? The uh, Stranger than Stranger fiction. than Fiction, which came out in two thousand six, is one hour and fifty three minutes. Not exactly a comedy, though. No, it well, that's is. True. It is. It's not a drama either. Fantasy. It is funny. It is a drama. It's romantic. It's dramatic. I think it's very dramatic. It's rom com drama. Rom comedy. No, mm. rom dramedy. I don't know. Fuck. Jake Gyllenhaal's sister Maggie uh, Gyllenhaal is the female interest in it too. That's right, Maggie. Gyllenhaal. She's got tattoos. She's all tatted up in this. That's right. That's right. Nice. And what's her name? Emma Thompson as well. Dustin Hoffman, Queen Latifah, Hoffman. and I, Tony I, Hale from Arrested I think Development. I'm not a huge fan of Queen Latifah's acting, um, but I actually remember enjoying her in that movie. So hopefully, yeah. That um, it remains because I feel like she's got some roles that she does good. I think. Yeah, this yeah. one she was just more restrained. Well, she, she's apologies. one of those actors who, um, I maybe it's because she got started late in life or she goes big. But like, there's a lot of actors, including Will Ferrell, and we'll see it next week. That um, if you you restrain them as a director or you you help them not do their go big, um. They, they're a better actor for it with a good director. And I think Will Ferrell and Latif are, we're going to see that in that movie next week. Mm. Well, I look forward to it. Nice, nice. So uh, um, we'll do that next week, Stranger Than Fiction. And then we will also do Anchorman to round out this month of Will Ferrell movies. I still say Step Brothers, but okay. <laughs> we'll get to What's the other one? I'd rather do Step Brothers and Blades of Glory, Talladega Nights. uh, Okay, we'll do another Will Ferrell month. You're totally right. Okay, we'll pick another month. But Step Brothers is a movie that I really want to put under the microscope and hear what you guys think. Well, that'll be back to Adam McKay. So I wonder what you think. Yeah, Anchorman was never never my big one either. Um, But it's one of the biggest Will Ferrell ones. It is for sure. Yeah, I think he's right. But yeah, and they made a sequel and a bad one. A bad one. They just couldn't help themselves. Oh, well. All right, folks. Well, we'll get back to you with more Will Ferrell coming up. And then later on, many, uh, maybe a couple weeks down the road, maybe a couple months down the road, more Will Ferrell. No doubt there's a huge library to be had. Um, but next week, Stranger Than Fiction. I'm really looking forward to that. I hope it holds up because it took a shot at doing something slightly different in film, especially for the comedic genius of Will Ferrell, who plays pretty straight across the movie and he's got this uh, sympathetic empathy loserish kind of quality in the movie that just endears you to him so we'll see how that goes we look forward to it thanks for hanging out in this one um, until next week have fun do things and as always enjoy your shit thanks for listening everyone make sure you follow us on Instagram our handle is hold up underscore podcast you can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.